You are listening to A Cup of Tea with the DBE, brought to you by the Daughters of the British Empire. British Empire is a 501c3 non-profit American Society of Women of British or Commonwealth birth or ancestry, sharing and promoting our heritage while supporting local charities and our senior living facilities across the U.S. Good afternoon and welcome to episode 20 of A Cup of Tea with the DBE. 20 episodes, wow! Thank you to those of you who have been listening every step of the way, and a big welcome to those who are joining us for the first time. I do have one exciting announcement today. The DBE has earned the Platinum Seal of Transparency through Candid, which is the highest achievable level of transparency. This means that our organization publicly shares information about our goals, strategies, achievements, progress, and more. I also want to mention that March is right around the corner, and that means it's almost Women's History Month. So if there are any women you celebrate, I want to hear about them, no matter who they are. With all that being said, let's get to today's topic, the Queen's Green Canopy. I have two amazing guests from North Carolina today, and I hope they inspire your own tree plantings as we celebrate the Queen's Platinum Jubilee. So pour yourself a cup of tea and get comfortable. Before my guests introduce themselves, I want to talk a bit about what the Queen's Green Canopy is. Simply put, it is to plant a tree for the Jubilee. Individuals, clubs, organizations, businesses, and municipalities alike are invited to plant trees all over the United Kingdom to create a legacy and benefit future generations. Additionally, the Queen's Green Canopy will dedicate a network of 70 ancient woodlands across the UK and identify 70 ancient trees to celebrate Her Majesty's 70 years of service. Now let's hear who's joining me today. Hello, I'm Julia Carpenter, and I've been in America for about 48 years. I'm a founding member of the DBE here in North Carolina, and I'm from Surrey, uh, West Byfleet in Surrey in England. So we have a group of about 35 this year members of the DVE. I'm Carl Carnute. I'm the executive director of the Elizabethan Gardens. I've been with the gardens for about 12 years. Um, My background before coming to the gardens was um, film and television. I was a costume designer, but I had a theater background. So I fell in love with North Carolina with the Lost Colony, which I started working at in 1988. Wow. Now. And so I fell in love with everything that was Roanoke Island and the Outer Bank. When uh, 9-11 hit, it sort of shook me a little bit. I needed a sense of um, community. So um, I started to um, make plans to come to Roanoke Island and actually became the producer of The Lost Colony. So that's what brought me here. And then after several years serving with The Lost Colony, recovering from a fire that took place in 2007, I I retired a little bit and came to the Elizabethan Gardens, and it's just been a wonderful experience, and I love it. Well, we all got an email from Iris, our national president, to talk about and educate us on and link us to the Queen's Green Canopy Project. 
And it sort of set my mind a whirling of where in North Carolina uh, could we possibly fulfill this dream of ours, which would be to participate in the Queen's Green Canopy Project by planting a tree and uh, commemorating her Platinum Jubilee year. So anyway, I woke up in the morning and, and wrote an email because my brain was buzzing. And I thought the only place we could possibly do this would be at the Elizabethan Gardens down in, down in Roanoke because of the history as Queen Elizabeth's, you know, she'd sent Sir Walter Raleigh's expedition was funded by Sir Walter Raleigh and it landed there in 1584 and it was under Queen Elizabeth's uh, reign. And of course, we were asking to plant a tree for Queen Elizabeth II. So in the morning, I quickly dashed off this email to, and I found out his name on the internet and I thought, oh, perfect, perfect place. And this was sort of at 8.44, I think my email says, <laughs> in the morning. And then about an hour later, I thought, this man's going to think I'm nuts. He's not going to know who <laughs> the heck I am. So I picked up the phone and I called Carl and he was there at his desk. And I said, oh, I'm Julia from DBE in North Carolina. and We want to plant a tree. And then there were a few seconds silence. And then, Carl, what did you say? I said, absolutely, and your timing <laughs> is perfect. Well, it was wonderful. Well, go on. Tell, tell us more. Because well, we were in the middle of celebrating worms. our 70th anniversary as oh, wow. the Elizabethan Gardens. So when I got the call from Julia and she, you know, talked a little bit about it, uh, I was like, absolutely, this is a perfect fit. Of course, I had to reach out to our board members to make sure that they, um, you know, wanted the partnership and wanted it to be part of our celebration. And of course, there was no doubt. They were like, absolutely. And it just, it just fit like a glove. And, and Julia's right. Our history, you know, started with Elizabeth I in the 16th century and then to come today you know, to modern times and to celebrate the Jubilee for Elizabeth II, it was just, it was just, it was meant to be. It certainly was meant to be. And it, it involved all these emails back and forth. There were invitations, there were press releases. We've got a wonderful plaque that was created thanks to Carl and his team. They've got an incredible marketing team and, and sources to to, to, to bring that sort of permanency to this, this tree that's growing um, within the gardens. So we were very, very excited to participate. It was so perfect that we're actually getting ready to do a coffee table book about the history of the gardens <laughs> and the photographs and, you know, leading up to the 70th um, anniversary. And so to have this as part of it is going to leave a legacy for the next 70 years. And I just thought that's just perfectly fitting. And to, um, I'm excited about, you know, 20 years from now to come back. I'll be of course much older, but to hopefully be able to have the opportunity to come back and to see this remarkable tree and what it has grown into and putting it, its roots into the gardens. And it puts the Queen's Jubilee on our history. It puts our association with the ladies of the British Empire. I mean, it's just a perfect fit. It's, it's, it's written all over the Elizabethan Gardens. Had you heard of the DBE before Julia approached you? I had, and I had also heard of Julia as well. You know, it's, 
the social circles of North Carolina, you just know. And it was funny because we would learn even more because Julia was actually here at a reception that I had only wished that I had been part of. And that was for um, the anniversary of the Roanoke Voyages. We actually had, and I'm not going to steal the thunder. I'll let you tell a little bit about that. But there was a cocktail party, Walter Conkright. I think a couple of other people that. Princess Anne just happened to be Princess there. Princess Anne just happened to be there. Yeah. So I'll I let you take there. it from there. So she I was, was here and part of the history. And then later she would share photographs and everything, which was perfect because we were working on an outline for the book and everything. And I was like, oh my heavens, can we use this photo? So it was just, it, it was meant to be. It really was meant to be. And, you know, our ladies got so excited about it because we felt we were doing something permanent and we were putting down real roots in this country. I mean, we're immigrants, right? And we, as the DBE, have a special space now within the Elizabethan Gardens, which is so appropriate, that we'll be here for hundreds of years. And I think we just felt a sense of history, a sense of purpose, and it really had meaning to all of us that were participating. So it was very, very special. We all put on our hats. And I think if you go to the Elizabethan Gardens, you will be moved. You will have a sense of place. We are standing there and Carl and his team have a table set up and they've got some speakers who are going to be talking and garden club members to be honored on this very special day. And behind us, we hear the waves hitting the beach. And this is the area, the space in 1585, where the first landing, and it was moving. It was incredibly moving to be in that space, to be in that place, to honor Her Majesty. And um, we were all very moved. And we were very grateful, Carl, to you and, and you know, your team and, and your board for allowing us to do it. It's wonderful. Well, and we feel the same way. And, and it is, um, and you are now part of the very history and fiber of the Elizabethan Gardens. And like I said, I just think that's a wonderful thing. So nice to hear you talk to each other. <laughs> well, it um, was a beautiful day, too. Yeah. Right? You, you know, it was our first event not really coming out of COVID. I mean, at this point, who knows, you know, are we going in it? we coming out of it? Who knows? But we did a Facebook live and I will tell you so many people have seen it and viewed it. I'll be somewhere in the community and somebody will say, oh, that was a wonderful, wonderful. Um, and I was like, oh, and then I realized, oh, it, it was our anniversary party and it was uh, the Queen's Canopy and the uh, celebration that we mutually did together. And I think that, you know, that speaks volumes as well, that that still is being told and being noticed in our community. One of the great things I think as DBE, I know we are immigrants or, or people with connections and spouses and partners of immigrants. But when you reach out into the community and have an opportunity like this, to sort of have to think beyond yourselves, beyond and think, how can we give back? into this community, a project like the Green Canopy is really spurs that sort of imagination and that opportunity to, to find and to, you know, really find your space and to put some roots down. So I do hope other 
DBE organizations throughout the, the country take the opportunity just to sort of stretch your imagination a little bit and find those very special contacts because you never know there may be potential members out there, future members or people of interest. And um, it, it was a you know wonderful thing to do. It was a great initiative. So do you want to talk a little bit about the day itself and, and how that played out in the ceremony? Well, I'm sure Carl's had a, he was fretting, I'm sure he was <laughs> running around, making sure everything was right and all the orders came in and the seats came in. And Carl, do you want to talk about that first? It was October the 13th at 4 p.m. And it was a, it was a beautiful afternoon. It was a wonderful celebration. The, the crowd continued to grow because we had set up this lovely tent to have a celebration so it would be outside trying to think about, you know, spacing, um, refreshments in multiple areas so people could spread out because of COVID. And I kept wondering where all the guests were because I was like, now I know there's more here because people have been telling me they're here. They had already gotten stopped at the first location and thought it was so beautiful and the celebration and they were talking to new friends and that it, it was like trying to get them to move over to actually join us in the formal celebration. So, it was wonderful to see people who, you know, it was their first opportunity to sort of get out and to be able to come and celebrate with us and with the uh, the anniversary of the gardens and this special partnership that they were so excited about it. And I didn't even think about that at the moment. I was so caught up in, well, where is everybody and why is everyone late? But then I realized, oh my gosh, what a wonderful thing that people were so excited to be out at an event seeing old friends and meeting new friends, there's no value that you can put on that. That's just a a remarkable experience that, you know, it didn't matter at that point. And so it just, everything fell into place and it was a wonderful opportunity. Uh, We we did some um, awards um, for our board. We celebrated our history, very short and brief. And then we actually moved over to the Great Lawn where we actually got to plant the tree that was given. That was a very special moment as well because we were actually leaving something that was going to grow and thrive in the Elizabethan Gardens. And Julia's right. That tree and that signage is now forever part of the Elizabethan Gardens. It's sort of like the great gates of the gardens that we treasure so much. They came from the French embassy in Washington, D.C. We celebrate that history. We talk about it. And now we'll do the same thing with this tree and this partnership that we formed during our anniversary. And that 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 just it sends chills because I love history. I think a nonprofit, I think an institution such as the Elizabethan Gardens is only made up by its people who support it, the people who create the history, who maintain it, like our board of governors and our sponsors and our supporters. There's nothing more than having that human connection. Julie, you can talk a little <laughs> bit more about the occasion as I well. I don't know. I've just, I've just, <laughs> I got to wear a hat. <laughs> and I think everybody, just, it was an occasion. I mean, you're right with this COVID mess, it is, it's been so rare for people to get out and feel like they can put a face on. They can be in a safe space, a beautiful space. And they're doing something fun. And it was, it was, it was uplifting. It really was. It was a wonderful day. And I think it can be that for everybody throughout the country. They make it an occasion. 
Can I ask what kind of tree you planted? I knew you were going to ask this, <laughs> and I couldn't find my notes. It's a... Julia, I'm doing the same <laughs> thing. Isn't that terrible? <laughs> oh, my heavens, so I'm like going, uh, it it's is, English it, oak. It is an English oak, but it's a it special is. type of oak. You're right. And, and the reason we, we did the oak was because the boats, the water raleigh's boats were made of oak. So we planted an English oak, but it had to be like a, a like a pin oak because obviously you're on an island and you have hurricanes, and so they don't need it to blow over and whatever. So it's it's quite a conical, isn't it? It's quite, it's going to be quite an upstanding rather than a wide spreading oak tree. So it's a particular type of oak. Okay, where is Dan where we need it? We need Daniel <laughs> Hasek, our gardens manager, because. She had a, a garden enthusiast. We have Daniel. And so we let the two of them, we knew it was an oak, but we let the two of them sort of figure it out and it was ordered. And, and it was in Latin. It was in Latin. That's why we that was So do you think that uh, you will collaborate on projects in the future? Oh, I so hope so. I Absolutely. so hope so. Now that Carl and I found each other, I'm sure our paths will cross again. We sort of already talked about a potential trip to London, you know. Well, we have talked about that, we have. That's right? And I've talked it to you about something that. that I definitely want to make happen. So, he wants us to take a, a group over to London to tour the gardens. It's gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. What about also we've got uh, the Queen's Platinum Jubilee at the Executive Mansion coming up. Absolutely. So, so um, I hope we can further discuss that. It's going to be quite an occasion. That's in the works too. So we will keep in touch together and uh, make sure that we you can include each other as these projects evolve because I, it's partnerships that make opportunities happen and it makes it meaning for everybody. And we can't do things on our own. We need to do it in conjunction with others and, and makes it more meaningful. I absolutely agree. I know as the Elizabethan Gardens on behalf of our Board of Governors, we, we truly value and appreciate what Julia and the others do. Um, it's, their work has meaning and has purpose in not only North Carolina, but a, a, across the country. And they're commended for that. And I commend Julia and the others for reaching out and um, bringing this wonderful opportunity to the Elizabethan Gardens. For that, I know we're forever grateful. And it's just, it's something that will be treasured. It is something that will be written in our history books about the Elizabethan Gardens. And we know that it is a partnership that will continue to grow. Thank you, Carl. Thank you very much. Oh, I mean it too. Well, you guys have a great energy together. And I think that this Thank episode, uh, I, I hope that members listening will kind of pick up on the energy and be inspired by it and go forth and take that not only to their own green canopy projects, but also to their chapters, to their fundraising events, to, to everything they're going to do this year. That's all for this episode. Don't forget to let me know what your chapter is doing for the Queen's Green Canopy or for the Jubilee. And like I said at the top of the show, I want to hear about who you will be celebrating for Women's History Month. If you want more information about our Platinum Seal of Transparency, the Queen's Green Canopy, or the Elizabethan Gardens in North Carolina, you can find all those websites linked in the show notes. 
You can email me with questions, comments, your own stories, even constructive criticism, podcast at dbenational.org. And don't forget, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, Goodreads, and LinkedIn. So until next time, not ourselves, but the cause. Thank you.